Hello everybody. Long time no speak. Long time no hear. Now that we're back in Shul and that we have all of the classes in Shi'urim back on schedule in Shul, it becomes more difficult for me to speak online because online I don't get to see people. And even though I was doing it during most of Corona, as I mentioned on an earlier broadcast, it's something that I found difficult to do. However, I feel a sudden impetus to really start over again. And for this, I would definitely need your feedback. If you're listening to any of these broadcasts, then please let me know, and uh, I will make a point of continuing. One thought I'd like to share with you, this week we are reading Parshas Korach. And there is something in Parshas Korach that motivates me to do things the way I do them in Shul. And it has to do with a Rashi early on in the Parsha that talks about how Korach and uh, Dasan and Aviram became friends. And Korach was a Levite. Dasan and Aviram were leaders of the tribe of Ruvain. How is it that they got to know each other? So Rashi explains, based on something that we know from Parshas Bamidbar, which is that Korach's uh, sub-tribe of Kahas, meaning as a Levite, neighbored the tribe of Ruvain. And as such, as neighbors, Korach and the members and the leaders of the tribe of Ruvain got to know each other. And that's how they got to conspire, the conspiracy, conspiracy to try to overthrow Moshe. So Rashi says, Woe to the wicked and woe to his neighbor. What I understand from this, and it's something that motivates me to the point that I know that I mention it frequently in Shul, because it's a point in human nature that I think is essential. And it's not enough for me to say it to myself once. I need to repeat this to myself several times a year. And that is the idea that proximity is one of the most important things in nature. I mean, we're all familiar with gravity, and gravity is not a magic force. It is simply the idea that things that are close to each other come closer to one another. And this applies to inanimate objects, anything that has mass. And it applies to animals and plants. And it applies to human beings as well. And one of the things that I missed most during this awful corona era, and I know that most of the planet agrees with me, is the fact that even though people were able to talk to one another, and even see one another, and hear one another through all the wonderful technology that we have, we were not able to be in physical proximity to one another the way that we would prefer. People were talking six feet People in the metric countries were talking about two meters. However, everyone in the halachic Jewish world understood that six feet and two meters is really arba amos, four cubits, which is the extremely halachically significant measurement that refers to a human being's personal space. And the fact that all of these different doctors and scientific professionals were telling people that they had to say Dalet Amos, four Amos, four cubits apart, meant that there was a judgment in the world that people could not enter one another's personal space. What this means, and as connects with Korach and Dasan and Aviram, 
is the idea that if we want good things to happen, then we need to be physically around those good people and good situations. But what I'd like to add before I conclude right now is that this is not only true of geography, it is true of time as well. And this is what I try to do in Shul, I'll explain. It's not only important for things to be close to one another in space, to have a good influence on someone or a good impact, it's important to be close in time as well. So that if you do something good, the best thing you, that you could do is to be close in proximity of time to something. So I'll tell you something that I do, and I know other shuls do this, but I make a point of doing it, and it means so much to me, which is that if a Jew is the type to come to shul regularly, whatever regularly means, but for my purposes, I'll speak about regularly, he's in shul twice a day, right? You're in shul for chakras, and then you're again in shul for minkamaru. For some, what I'm talking about may not be realistic because of work schedules. So maybe you're in shul once a day, or maybe you're in shul once a week. But what happens then? I'll tell you what happens then. The right thing to do at that moment is to do everything you can to stack mitzvos to be in close proximity to those times that you're in shul. So that, for example, if you know you're going to be in shul for chakras, then set up a little bit of a study schedule to learn some Torah, either before chakras or immediately after chakras, before you leave the building to go off to work. And the same thing with Minchamarev. If you can arrange, as we do, to give a shear before Mincha, as we do during the summer months, or most importantly, even though I know there are a lot of people nowadays who are finding ways to cut this out of their life, and I think it's a terrible thing because it's one of the most important things that shuls in America can do, which is that you make a break between Mincha and Ma'ariv, where you can learn a halacha. Now, it might not be a big deal, but the fact that you're able to sandwich Mincha and Ma'ariv in, and put inside that sandwich some Torah that you learn, that's that proximity of time that's so special. And then, before you go home, maybe you can learn a little Torah as well, so that things are right on the border, not the border of space, and geography, but the border of time. Anything that we can do. If you're ready to go to sleep, and before you go to sleep, you make a point of learning a little Torah then. Or doing a little chesed for someone at that point. You're going to eat lunch, make a point of saying a chapter of Tehillim. Or opening up, again, a little chumish or something to review part of that week's Parsha during lunchtime. This idea of hello neighbor, neighboring space, but what I'm speaking about neighboring time is so essential. And just as we understand that proximity, which is something that we were lacking during this past uh, year and a third, is something that harmed us when we couldn't have it, but it heals us when we can have it. We should make sure that we can do as much as we can now as the world is coming out of this craziness to create as much proximity and space and time for holiness and Yiddishkeit and Jewishness and kindness as we possibly can. I'll leave it there for now. I look forward to seeing you and being in close physical proximity to you in the very near future.